Melissa, what comes to mind when I when I say Gordon Food Services? Gordon Food Services. The the grocery store? Yeah. I nothing. I can't think of I can't nothing comes to mind specifically. There was a delicious delicious dessert. Are you talking about the the um Carvel cakes? No. I'm talking about the 12 piece cheesecake. Oh. And okay. each cheesecake was a different flavor. Yeah. It was an amazing dessert we got multiple times. Oh yeah, we we love this platter. For any like family gathering or party, you whip out a bunch of different cheesecakes and people are like, "Let's party. It's time." I'm good to go. Those Midwesterners get happy when they see the cheese. Oh, yeah. You bring out the dairy and they're in. And um, we one time got it. I, I don't remember if it was Thanksgiving or if it was just for, like, an event. During Thanksgiving time, we would host um, family over for the Lions game because the Lions always play on Thanksgiving. And it usually would start about noon, so we'd have family over from, like, noon until, like, three or four. So I think one of those like Lions games pre-party or pre-Thanksgiving things, we had cheesecake there. Right. So we had some leftovers and uh, Alyssa and I Alyssa and I were feeling hungry one night for a snack. Yep. We each ate a piece of that cheesecake and, you know, went went to our separate rooms thinking life was good. Yeah. From my point of view, it was about I can, I can tell you what time because I remember I got into bed early and I was like, wow, I'm in bed at like 1030. This never happens. I was usually up until like midnight or later most nights. So I know I was like excited to actually go to sleep early. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm in, I'm in this room here. Our brother had gone to college. So Alyssa got to like have her own room, which was his room. And, you know, I'm in bed and I'm like, my stomach is just, something's not feeling good. Like, we're not, we're not feeling good right now. And, you know, I kind of just brushed it off. I was like, it's just, you know, a little whatever. Within like an hour, I was like, this is horrible. I want to die. I wanted to throw up, like, because, you know, sometimes you just feel better. It was horrible. It was the, the worst I've ever felt without being able to, like, throwing up or anything happening. It was just, like, basically my stomach felt like it was going to, like just destroy itself. I felt so sick. I remember tossing and turning in my bed for hours. And again, I couldn't throw up. Same thing. I like was like, I feel like I need to vomit. Like I feel so gross. My body hurts. It was all the things of being sick with the flu, but not having the flu. And it went on for hours. And I woke up the next morning and I felt nauseous going to school. Yeah. But I went to school because it was one of those things where it's like, unless you're you're vomiting or have a fever, you go to school. Yeah. And I remember the next day, like me and you were both talking and I was like, yeah, I felt really sick last night. And you're like, oh my God, I did too. And we were like, what, what would it have been? And, you know, we weren't thinking. And then we remembered that we lost power. We had lost power, and we have a little fridge in our garage. So that cheesecake sat out in the garage, unrefrigerated, for probably a day or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we ate tainted cheesecake <laughs> and got food poisoning. Yeah. As soon as we realized, we went and threw the cheesecake out and everything else in that fridge. I think that was, like, the only food thing. We usually just keep drinks out there. Yeah, um, it's usually, like, extra... It's, like, extra food and drinks is usually what goes in there. 
Yeah, and I don't think we've gotten that cheesecake since. No, we haven't. <laughs> Which kind of sucks because it's kind it of sad. Was... I've eaten cheesecake since no, then. Just I not too. that type of cheesecake. But just I can't I can't burn myself to get the same <laughs> one again. But it was so that's, good. I think that's the worst food poisoning I've ever had. That I yeah. can for sure confirm was was food poisoning. Well, because sometimes you don't know. Like you feel a little sick, and you're like, it could be food poisoning. I don't really yeah. know. Right. You know, you never really know. But yeah, that's definitely the worst I've ever felt from like a food, an actual food, like causing you know me to be sick. Yeah. Ugh. The only one I can think of is um, we were at this, I don't know, kind of like an indoor water park hotel, and there was like a lemonade stand in this like hotel and I got like a giant lemonade and then we went swimming and my dad was throwing us in the air in the pool really throwing us and at a certain point I started to feel a little sick you know and I was sitting at the edge of the pool I think my mom came over and I was just like I don't feel good and I like stood up to leave and I just projectile vomited into the pool so yeah I did projectile vomit into a pool once oh god (laughs) straight lemonade that was it (laughs) Fun time. <laughs> good, good old times. God. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think this is a great way to start an episode all about food, you know? <laughs> Who doesn't love a good vomit story before oh they think God. about eating food? This is Research Rank Repeat. I am one of your co-hosts, Alyssa. This is co-host Hannah. And uh, we're coming at you with a little extra nasal this week. So enjoy that. We get to be even more stronger Midwestern accent than you could have wanted. You know, really gotta ant, gotta and those e's. Even more annoying to listen to. Even more annoying to listen to. But yes, we're here with a little pre-Thanksgiving episode. Um, When you're listening to this, it'll be the day before Thanksgiving, or maybe it'll be days after Thanksgiving. Who knows? But we wanted to do a little something special, because what we were going to do fell through, and we're going to have to delay it a week. So you'll get that the week after Thanksgiving. We did mention at the end of last episode that this might happen, and it happened. Yeah, and you know, but we had a good compromise, and if there's one thing I love more than holidays it's food on holidays (laughs) that's true we decided that we wanted to rank thanksgiving side dishes so this is excluding turkey it's excluding duck beef succulent pig whatever meats you eat on thanksgiving or if you're a vegetarian and you don't eat meats we're not talking about any main dishes screw that we're here for the sides i mean Let's be honest, the sides are where it's at for Thanksgiving. If I was going to rank my favorite Thanksgiving foods, turkey would not make my top five. No, it wouldn't make mine either. Yeah. The only reason we have turkey is because my dad gets a free one through work. And we also have a giant turkey roaster we got from a neighbor. So then we don't even have to use the oven to cook it. Um, Uh Uh-oh. What what? happened? What happened to the turkey? Hannah, what happened to the turkey? So on Friday, dad was supposed to get the turkey. 
Okay. They're waiting at work. Oh, no. There's no turkeys. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> so, we, so they call their, like, bo- like, boss. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know. They haven't shown up yet. So she's like, they might show up next week. <laughs> <gasps> so we might not have like, a turkey? Well, no. So dad's like, well, you can't expect people to wait till next week and they might get one. Yeah. So mom went out today and bought a turkey. Okay, just just in case. At Whole Foods, just got okay. a turkey. Yeah, they apparently the theory is that they just didn't e- get them. Well, it's it's either like I don't, I'm not really sure how this makes sense, but the cost there's either a customer who's like of theirs who like owns the the place that gives them the turkeys, or there's okay. some sort of like discount. Some apparently, connection. Okay. Someone pissed someone off. Uh oh. That's <gasps> the theory. What? And so they just decided not to give anyone turkeys. Well, knowing. Knowing the boss, I can imagine that he could potentially piss someone off enough that they would take away turkey rights. Yeah. So, um... Fantastic. We may have two turkeys. Okay, we may just have one. So we, for the first time in a long time, we had to go out and buy a turkey. Huh. Okay. Well, I mean, that'll just compare to that year we had three Thanksgivings, you know? Yeah. Sometimes it just goes, it works that way. We did get a smaller turkey because we figured only four people, we probably don't need a 25 pound turkey. <laughs> probably not. So. So what's your game? I mean, are you going to freeze the turkey if you, you get the turkey? If well, I think, at this, I think at this point they just like scrapped it because they're like, no one's going to wait till next week. Oh, to so pretend- they just aren't even doing it in general. I just think they're going to okay. do like give people money for whatever they spent okay. on their turkey. But that but, like sucks because that's like if people are so used to doing it, like well, what yeah. happens? Yeah. If but they, who's going to like yeah. wait till next week to make sure they, you know what I mean? Like, right. That's shitty. Yeah. So I, I was going to text you about that and then um I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fun. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, turkey Turkey is not the star of Thanksgiving, ironically. No, it's in not. My, in it's my not mind. the star. It's just part of it. It's just, yeah. like, expected. Right. So we thought it'd be fun to rank Thanksgiving sides. Yeah. So um, Hannah found this website, grillcookbake.com, that did a conducted a study on the most popular Thanksgiving side dishes in each state. Do you have some background on that, Hannah? Yeah. So it's a study that took place this year. Basically, what they did is they took five years of Google search trends for each state um, to determine what the most popular Thanksgiving side dish is. So what they did is they took the entire month of November from 2016 and then up until like partway through November of this year and basically analyzed the data for each state and whatever recipes like search words were the most searched in that state are the ones that they determined to be the most popular side dish. They did use a pool of like 18 traditional side dishes to look for those specific words. Yeah, and then, to like trigger certain searches, yeah. And that's how they did the search interest. Um, they said that they didn't take into account each state's population, but it also doesn't really skew it because it's just whatever's the most popular in that specific state In anyways, that specific state, yeah. Regardless of population. So they noticed some regional trends. Yes. Um, they noticed that... Mashed potatoes were the most popular in West states, also upper Midwest states. Uh, mac and cheese was the most popular in the Mid-Atlantic states. And then green bean casserole was the most popular in, like, Texas and, like, the heartland areas. Uh, Michigan was an exception. It had most popular green bean casserole, so it did not fit into the mashed potato Midwest mold. 
they took what each state's most popular was and then they made a bar chart and yes mac and cheese and mashed potatoes tied at the top with 10 states apiece green bean casserole was third with eight states stuffing was technically six states but Alyssa's going to explain because there's a bit of a discrepancy with the stuffing dressing um so anyways that was six states and then rolls came in at number five with five states so you can explain the um dressing thing okay so one more thing I wanted to say just because I thought it was an interesting trend is there were five states that had a different dish that was only the most popular for one state apiece so five, five of these sides that we're going to be ranking, they were only the best in one state. So here's what I've learned about stuffing and dressing. So growing up, we have only ever called it stuffing. I had only ever heard it called stuffing. But looking at this list, they had three things. One was stuffing, dressing, and then cornbread dressing. So I did some digging because I was curious. And apparently, dressing is what you call the breadcrumbs in a casserole dish. So that gets baked in a dish. Stuffing traditionally was cooked inside the turkey, which means that you put all the like the breadcrumbs and the ingredients and you, you shove it up the turkey, you know, you really fist it in there. <laughs> um, you really fist that turkey and you put that stuffing in there and it's and hence stuffing because the turkey is stuffed. And so most people do not do that anymore. People do not stuff a turkey to make stuffing. They pretty much everyone does it in a dish now and it has become a regional thing. So certain areas of the country refer to it as dressing, which it originally was known as. And at least where I grew up in other areas refer to it as stuffing, even though it is prepared the exact same way. It's now more of a regional dialect thing than it is the preparation method. We decided personally to just combine all of those together into one category known as stuffing. So even though they have stuffing dressing and cornbread dressing separate, we just decided to combine that into one category just to make it easier for ourselves. Because it's like, how do I judge stuffing and dressing when it's essentially the same thing? Right. Yes. So that is the history. That left us with 11? 11. Okay. I'm going to make sure you're the same. Yes. So that left us with 11 different side dishes. I will say, eh, there's a couple that I don't, I've never really like had. I guess I've technically. Um, So there's a couple of these things I haven't had. And there's also some things on here that I've eaten, but I've not eaten on Thanksgiving, like as a Thanksgiving dish, um, which we'll talk about when we get there. Right. Yeah. So I don't have any more background if you don't have any. Uh, that's all I've got. We also, we're not going to go through the history of Thanksgiving. We don't need to rehash on, you know, colonial things that everyone has learned. And really at this point, Thanksgiving isn't even really about that anymore. At least in my eyes. Don't yeah, celebrate just, it for, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're not celebrating the fact that someone Colonials went, like, came and yeah. took over other people's lands and. Tried to wipe out a whole population of people. Yeah. You know. Um, um, it's just in bad taste now. Yeah. So, um, we're just, you know, we're not going to go through the history of that. If you would yeah. like to look it up, you can, you know, do your you own. You can certainly educate yourselves if you are not educated and didn't have a, a virgin taught to you in history class as a young child that was not accurate. <laughs> which probably did happen, so. Or if you dressed up as a pilgrim as a child, yeah. um, which I'm sure many people did. Yeah. So, anyways, 
I'll just run through what from most popular to least popular according to this United States map. Sure. So we have mashed potatoes. Oh God, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, green bean casserole. I brought the green bean casserole. <laughs> if you remember that Campbell Soup commercial, played endlessly. Stuffing, rolls, or I would imagine that's any type of bread that you would have on Thanksgiving. Deviled eggs, sweet potato casserole, broccoli casserole, cranberry sauce, creamed corn, and white gravy. Those are our 11. Yeah. So I guess I'll go first. All right. So number 11, I have white gravy because I can't determine if it's people's favorite dish is literally just gravy or if they're putting the gravy onto something. And I tried looking it up online and it was not clarified in any way because I know some people love biscuits and gravy. And I'm like, well, is this white gravy going on mashed potatoes? Is it going on the meat? Is, is it with biscuits? Like, is it with the rolls? And I could not clarify. And because of that, as much as I love gravy, the idea of just eating straight white gravy is not that appealing to me. So do the technicality of that, I had to put it as number 11. Yeah, I um, I put it as number 11 as well. I, w- I was like, I assume they meant, like, gravy that goes on stuff, but that's not really a side dish. That's, like, to me, it's, like, mashed potatoes and gravy. Like, it's kind of just hand in hand. Exactly. Or you can put gravy on your turkey or on your stuffing. Right. And also, we, like, we never have white gravy. We have, like, the brown gravy, so it's... Yeah, we usually have turkey gravy. Right. Yeah, I was a bit, like, confused. I mean, it was only one state that, that had it, too, so it's, like, you know... Whatever, I can, you know, push it aside. But yeah, it just is something I don't consider, like, a side by itself. Yes, the state of Arkansas thinks that white gravy is the best side dish. I'm not sure what's happening in Arkansas, but... I can say this because we don't have any listeners (laughs) from Arkansas. Um, I have a friend who lives in Arkansas, but I don't think she listens to this, so it's fine. Okay. And she also is not from there. She moved there first off. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that Arkansas was the state. Yeah. Um, Speaking of states that just had a weird one that um, I was confused about, my number 10, I have broccoli casserole. So the state that thought broccoli casserole was the best side is the great state of Kentucky, (laughs) which is very weird to me because I feel like Kentucky is a state that would, I feel like it would be a mac and cheese state or a green bean casserole state, but apparently they love broccoli casserole. Now, don't get me wrong. I grew up eating a lot of casseroles in the Midwest. You got to keep warm during those cold, frigid winter months, you know, when you're all sad, full of seasonal affective disorder. You need something good to raise your spirits. But I've never had broccoli casserole. And I just like can't get behind the idea of like eating broccoli in things like mush. Broccoli mush does not sound appetizing to me. I love broccoli. You know, it's a staple in any Chinese food. And stir fries, just broccoli itself. Love it. But I just, I don't know, the idea of a casserole version of broccoli just didn't really sound super appealing to me. So. Yeah, I put uh, broccoli casserole as number 10 as well. Um, I'm not necessarily a huge fan of broccoli. Like, and I've had like what I believe could be considered sort of like broccoli casserole. I had like a frozen meal once that was essentially like a casserole with just broccoli and cheese. Is it the cheesy potato broccoli? No, no, no. That one's not, good. Oh, okay. No. Because, no, cheesy potato broccoli frozen meal is like an A plus in my book, but. No, this one had like broccoli and stuff and then it had like breadcrumbs in it, like on top. And it, it's very mushy. Very, very mushy. 
And like, I would never make a broccoli casserole for Thanksgiving or really ever. So yeah, I'm just going to keep it down. So number nine, again, is another one that is just one state that loves it is creamed corn. The state that loves creamed corn is South Dakota. Now, South Dakota loves creamed corn, apparently. And don't get me wrong, I love corn. Corn is like one of my favorite vegetables, especially like you get fresh corn from the farmer's market. It is a winner, just fresh boiled or grilled corn. But when you add it to stuff as in creamed corn, it like loses its appeal to me. I don't know if it just like, again, is the mush factor. Like it's just too much going on. And also we don't eat corn on Thanksgiving, like personally for our Thanksgiving meals. So I put it lower because of that. Yeah, I I put it as number nine as well. Um, I wrote, I didn't have any corn. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have any corn. But yeah, I mean, we don't have corn, like Alyssa said, on Thanksgiving. it's It's something I wouldn't really have on Thanksgiving, to be honest. Corn to me is like, I like it more just like as is, like fresh, like corn on the cob, like, or even like grilling it. It's good like that. But like, yeah, I don't really necessarily like corn as like a star dish on its own. Like I just like the fresh, the freshness of it, I guess. Um, So yeah, I just, you know, not going to put that higher. So number eight, I have deviled eggs. And this is an interesting one because I personally really love deviled eggs, but it's not a Thanksgiving dish. It's usually an Easter dish, sometimes Christmas, but I've never had deviled eggs on Thanksgiving or around Thanksgiving time, so I feel like it wouldn't hit as hard. (laughs) I feel like it doesn't hit as hard to eat deviled eggs on Thanksgiving. I don't know, maybe just like the thought of eating eggs with all the other (laughs) foods I'm eating just makes it sound like my intestines would die. Like I would hate my life already more than I do when I eat that much food. So that way, that's why it's low. No, no disrespect to deviled eggs. I think they're a top tier appetizer, but not on Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I put it as number eight as well, deviled eggs. I kind of sense it was going to happen towards the bottom because it's just all the foods we don't eat. But yeah, don't get me wrong. Deviled eggs to me are like top five appetizers for me. Like they, they work, they hit hard. But my problem with deviled eggs is like, it's not, to me, it's not a side. Like it's, it's an appetizer, I would be weir- so weirded out if, like, I walked to a Thanksgiving table <laughs> with all the meal, like, all the sides and just saw a plate of vat of deviled eggs. Like, I would just not be okay. How many states had deviled eggs? It was two. It was Indiana and I think Alaska. Yeah, Indiana and Alaska were the two that had deviled eggs. And I wonder, too, like, because the metric they searched through th- through November, I wonder if that was, like, appetizers and they just, like, counted it as a side dish. Maybe. You know, because there's just people searching. But they also said they considered 18 traditional side dishes, and that must have been yeah. one of them. So It must have been. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just weird. Yeah, so number seven, I have green bean casserole. So this is a dish that in our own Thanksgivings we have never really made. We went to other people's Thanksgivings, and we had green bean casserole. Or for, like, Christmas parties, there'd be green bean casserole. And it's fine. But then we learned last year that my brother's fiance's favorite Thanksgiving dish is green bean casserole. And she never said anything or never told us. So we never made it. And then when we found out, we had to have green bean casserole. And I was like pleasantly like, yeah, you know, this is good. I enjoy this dish. But 
if I'm thinking about Thanksgiving foods I want to stuff my mouth with, that's not one of the ones I think of, but it's good. It's a good quality dish and it is the favorite of Michigan. So I have to respect that. Yeah, number seven. Um, you sure you're not shocked about this one? I put cranberry sauce. Oh, not shocked at all. <laughs> I'm surprised you put it that high, to be honest. Honestly, I've come around on cranberry sauce a little bit in the past couple of years. I, as a kid, despised it. Seeing that cranberry <laughs> slide out of the <laughs> the can, like the whole like we used to get the gelled cranberry. We still just, get the gelled yeah, cranberry we still because do. I yeah, and my mom makes <laughs> my mom makes like the fresh cranberry sauce as well. I do like the fresh like cranberry sauce better. Um, but to me, like I I love cranberry like juice. Like I love the taste. I just it's like a texture thing, and it's just to me. I would maybe mix it in with stuff, like on a sandwich the next day, but I'm never going to just want cranberry sauce or, like, anything like that. So, for number six, I have mac and cheese. Um, so, this is an interesting one. Going back to my, my pasta shapes ranking, I had macaroni as my number one. And again, <laughs> I had mac and cheese today. But the problem is, is again, this is a, and I know so many people who eat mac and cheese on Thanksgiving. Like it is a solid side dish for a lot of people considering it was tied for the number one appetizer or side dish for states. I totally understand that. My problem is, is that we have never had macaroni as, as a side dish for Thanksgiving. Normally we eat it before Thanksgiving at our like football Lions game eatery where we just eat a bunch of meats and cheeses and charcuterie and you know that kind of shit and sometimes we would make crockpot mac and cheese for the occasion. But because again it's not a staple for my Thanksgiving experience I didn't feel like I could put it very high. But I can completely understand and respect people who put it as number one because I, I love mac and cheese. It's fantastic. Just for my own Thanksgiving experiences I had to put it low. Yeah, I put mac and cheese as number six. Same same thing as, like, I couldn't put it higher because, again, it's not a Thanksgiving side we have. I do know a lot of people, too, who do mac and cheese, but, like, that seems... Mac and cheese is pretty filling to me. When you already have a lot of filling sides, that seems like something that would put both of us over the top because we would eat way too much of it mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and feel, like, horribly sick. So I think it's probably a good thing we don't have mac and cheese. But, yeah, I mean, I, I respect mac and cheese. I love it. It's great, but in in terms of, like, our Thanksgiving experience, it, it, to me, could not go higher than that. So, for number five, I have sweet potato casserole. So, this is actually something that has become, well, I guess we have a variation of sweet potato yammy type casserole. Um, I think, did we make two last year? Or a different one than we normally made? Because mom usually just throws marshmallows on top of some yams and Well, the one we've made, like, the past two years, you mix in, like, syrup and stuff like that into it, yeah. But we've had variations of, like, a sweet potato yam casserole, um, and I wasn't really into it when I was younger, but as the years have gone by, I have come around, and I really like that flavor now. I think it's really good, and it's a respectable casserole. It's my favorite casserole of the casseroles listed. Um, I think it's not too heavy, but it's like thick and like warm and it's delightful and the flavors complement the fall themed well because you usually get like a little nutmeg, a little cinnamon, you know, a little pumpkin spice-esque thing going on and you feel like a basic fall bitch. Okay, number five, I went with rolls and I was kind of surprised that they ended up as number five and by your face, I can tell that you're surprised. I'm surprised. I thought you'd have it very high. 
Look, I love those Sister Schubert rolls. I love bread in general. I used to eat like unhealthy amounts of bread, I'm sure. I've cut back, you know, as I've gotten older. But to me, it's like when I go for seconds, I'm never going for more bread because I know the bread is just going to fill you up. It's kind of like to me, not a star side. And it kind of gets forgotten for me in terms of like all the food on a Thanksgiving table. Like I'm never reaching for another thing of bread is my problem. That's fair. Number four, I have cranberry sauce. And I have loved cranberry sauce since I was a child and I still love it now. You don't think I love opening just a can of thick, gooey cranberry goop and just slathering, cutting it into chunks and eating it just as is? Like, I love it. I'm not a huge, like, processed food kind of person in general, but that, I will eat that shit every Thanksgiving. I will suck it down. And it, like, again, like you said, it's great on sandwiches. It's great to mix into thing. I'll throw it in my stuffing. I'll throw it on my turkey. I'll add it to my mashed potatoes. I'm going to throw it in everything. Cranberry tastes so good, and especially as leftovers. You make that Ross's famous turkey sandwich, my sandwich, and you always put cranberry on it. That is the star. That is the sauce. You don't need any sauce. And as someone who fucking loves mayo and must put it on every goddamn thing I eat, I don't even need to put sauce on there. I just put cranberry and we're good. It's a staple. It's necessary. You cannot take it from me, Hannah. I won't. I, trust me, I, I don't want it. <laughs> you can have it. <laughs> Number four, I put green bean casserole. And I was surprised how much I enjoyed it when we had it because, like, for some reason, green bean casserole, like, it, it always looks to me really unappealing because it's basically just, like, green beans and like goop and like and like french onion rings and it's like very odd looking but it also tastes amazing it complements i think it's a very like complementary food you can eat it with other foods like stuffing mashed potatoes and it, it just goes well with it um yeah so green bean casserole for the win so number three, I have rolls. And I do agree with you when I say, when you said that it's like breads are really filling things. You don't like go back for it for like leftovers. But specifically Sister Schuber's rolls, they're tiny. They're really, really small. So I could have two rolls and like it's the equivalent of one roll. Something about frozen bread, like, and that's the thing. We don't even make fucking fresh rolls. You make really good rolls and mama's grandma's like light roll or great grandma's light roll recipe that we've made like once or twice, like good hours long making of fresh rolls. But there's something about just throwing a frozen pan of like already cut apart bread rolls into the oven like 10 minutes before you eat and take them out and it's delicious and they taste amazing and it's super easy and it's a really low effort thing that you don't have to think about or spend time on. You don't have to put any effort into it. No love was needed because Sister Schuber put the love in there before she shoved it in the freezer. I love bread and I love those rolls, specifically Sister Schuber's rolls. If they were, if we were talking about normal bread, it'd be way lower. You'd be right. It'd be like six or seven, but those rolls deserve the love that they respect and need and that I give them. They are very good rolls. They are good. Check out the fr- the freezer section <laughs> for Sister Schubert's rolls. Sister Schubert puts love into every pan. If, you're, if your family doesn't want to make rolls one year, you don't want to spend the time making fresh rolls, look for them. They're a, they're a godsend. They're a lifesaver. She's not even kidding when you say all you do is take them out of the freezer, throw them in the oven for 10 minutes, and they're done. That's literally all you do, and they're fantastic. They taste like fresh bread. Yeah. 
All right, number three, I had stuffing or dressing or whatever you'd like to call it. To me, it's like stuffing's always great, except for the year we failed because we tried to use. <laughs> oh, fresh you mean the year when you told me I ruined Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you yelled at me. You were yeah. so mad. I burned my hand for you, Hannah. I burned my hand. Your stuffing was fine. It was my stuffing that was ruined. Okay, to be fair, mom made her own fucking breadcrumbs that year. Didn't tell me what I needed to do about... She told me to put in the normal amount, which clearly was way too much broth, and then they turned into a puddle of bread pudding is essentially what happened. I tried my best. I turned up the heat. I tried switching the positions. I tried draining some of the liquids. It's just, there's nothing I could do, Hannah. I tried (laughs) my best. That was a rough Thanksgiving. It was a rough Thanksgiving. My mom had to work and Hannah and I were in charge and it was a difficult time. Yeah. And then mom came home and was like, oh, okay, I'll just make new the stuffing today. (laughs) I'll just make another stuffing. It's, I've got a box here. You should have stocked up on those boxes, Hannah. Um, but yeah, to me, it's like it's always it's always quality. It tastes good. It goes well with again goes well with all the dishes. Good with some gravy on it, like, and it's good as leftovers. But I just think that there's two dishes that I get more excited about than stuffing. Although I will say we really only eat stuffing specifically on Thanksgiving for the most part. So it is like something I very much look forward to because I know it's like the one time of year when I can just gorge out on stuffing. So number two, I have stuffing. And stuffing was not really a dish that I liked when I was a kid. I don't know why. It's bread and like juicy, like buttery flavor. So I don't know why I wouldn't have liked it. But I don't really remember eating very much of it. And then sometime, maybe when I was in high school, I started eating stuffing and was like, well, this is delicious. And we actually make two stuffings we go all out for the stuffing. So we make one that's like the herbs and spices and then we make one that's like no spice, you know, for the the spice impaired, just salt and pepper and bread and butter. I'm sorry, my my intestines are are revolting right now. I don't know what's happening. I drank a lot of tea today. I think it's just like all that's in me is bread and tea. And the mac and cheese, I guess. Anyway, but there's something, like you said, we really only ever eat stuffing on Thanksgiving. So it's a really special occasion. Like you only have it like once a year, maybe twice a year. And it tastes so good. And it complements like flavors of everything on Thanksgiving. Like you, again, you can cover it in gravy. You could add a cranberry sauce to it. You can like mix it in with mashed potatoes. You, you can mix it in with things. And it has a very like simple flavor to it, but it, it builds. It's a building food. It's a building block. Like the, the breadcrumbs themselves. They're blocks. And stuffing has risen in my, my favorite Thanksgiving list. And now I would be disappointed. If I went to a Thanksgiving dinner and there were not there was not stuffing, I would be disappointed. Is I guess how I feel about that. Like it's necessary to me now as right. an adult. Which is why it's number two. Alright, number two for me is sweet potato casserole. Um, I literally just wrote yes with three exclamation points. Yes. I, I love sweet potato casserole, specifically the one that we've been making for, like, the last year or two is just mm-hmm. really good. There's something, like, I think what it is is because pretty much everything on that table during dinner is savory, is rich, is, like, just more, like, salty, like, not a lot of sweet things on that table. And so I think to get this nice, like, like, it's marshmallow. Like, it, it's a lot of, like, sugary sweet. 
But I think to get that kind of like different taste and different, like it just hits your palate really well, I think. And it kind of balances out the rest of the food. Um, I love sweet potatoes. I, I'm with you. I never was a huge sweet potato fan. I love sweet potatoes now. I eat them. Like I sometimes would rather have sweet potato fries than regular fries. Like they're just really good. And so, yeah, I just am a huge fan. Yeah, but Hannah, you know what's a better potato? Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes is number one. And here's the thing. I have always loved mashed potatoes. There is something about homemade perfection. Just perfectly whipped potatoes. The butter, the cream, the salt and pepper, the gravy. That combination just is so good. It's such a good thing. I love it so much. And I, as someone who is now in charge of mashed potatoes, I have perfected making mashed potatoes. Like, I have, I've got it down. It is something I know how to make and I know how to make well. And I can feel proud about that. So then it elevates the meal for me because I know I made it. So I can be like, this is something I made. My specialty. My treat for myself <laughs> for Thanksgiving. But I just, like, mashed potatoes was tied for the best side. Um mac and cheese. And I agree. I think it is amazing. I think it complements turkey really well or any other like meat or not meat you're going to eat on Thanksgiving. It's just a classic and it's amazing and I love it. Potatoes all the way. Yeah, I mean, Alyssa does have like a down pat mashed potato recipe. I'll give her that. I'm her taster every year. Yes, thank you. Yeah, I would agree. I like I when I made this list, I knew mashed potatoes was going to be number one. Like, I just already knew that. I I, I did, too. I put it as number one to begin with. I had about five seconds where I was, like, stuffing or mashed potatoes. Then I was, like, mashed potatoes. Like, it was was a very easy decision to make. Yeah, again, another dish that we don't necessarily, like, make all the time. Like, especially homemade mashed potatoes. It's not something that we make that often, except for, like, I feel like stuff like that. Like, big dinners and and family events. Um, But, yeah, it's just mashed potatoes are just good. Like... There, there's just something so nice about them. It's to me, it's the most complimentary thing on that plate that you could eat it with, like really anything on that plate. You could even eat mashed potatoes with a sweet potato casserole, and it would taste good. Oh yeah, like for sure. Yeah, you can mix it with anything, and it will taste good. And I just think, like, to me, like mashed potatoes is just when I think of Thanksgiving, like the first thing that comes to my head is like, oh, mashed potatoes and gravy. Yeah, so it's just you know they're lovely, they're heavenly, they're I come up with a hundred different words to describe them, but yeah, they're just very good. This is just a fun little um, food tasting episode without us doing any actual food tasting. Um, do we want to run through our list really quick? Yeah. All right. So for number eleven, I have white gravy and broccoli casserole, creamed corn, deviled eggs, green bean casserole, mac and cheese, sweet potato casserole, cranberry sauce, rolls, stuffing, and then number one, mashed potatoes. I have number 11, white gravy, number 10, broccoli casserole, creamed corn, deviled eggs, cranberry sauce, mac and cheese, rolls, green bean casserole, stuffing, sweet potato casserole, and then mashed potatoes. Yeah, so hopefully everyone has a nice Thanksgiving or break or, you know, if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, just, you know, have a nice holiday or non-holiday time. What? I said have a nice Thursday. Yeah, have a nice, well, I guess Wednesday is the day this comes out. Well, but I mean the day of Thanksgiving. Have a nice Thursday, yeah, regardless of your, where you live and what you celebrate. For our listeners outside of the United States, 
I think Canada technically celebrates Thanksgiving, but it's a different day. It's a different right? day. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different it's day. It's in December. I believe it's in December. Yeah. I want to say it's like so, the first week. We're going to have a nice uh, time off, some time off from work and school for Hannah. Looking forward to it. Some rest and relaxation. And we will be back next week with a fun episode that we were supposed to do this week where we will actually be tasting food. Yes. Maybe we'll um, post a video of me uh, finally winning <laughs> the turkey wishbone. Oh, it's not going to happen. But, it's you fine. know, you can dream. You can, you dream, can dream it, you can do it. <laughs> yeah. You, if you dream hard enough, Annie, you can do it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, we have social media, Instagram, Twitter, if you want to follow us. Um, we post updates weekly for all of our episodes. Sometimes we'll post stories if anything interesting happens. Uh, we also have an email, r3podcast at gmail.com, if you'd like to reach us or tell us anything, recommend things questions comments concerns we are here to listen and yeah i'm excited we are entering almost a year we're getting close we've got about a month left and we're planning a fun year anniversary special you know if you have any thoughts on that or have any ideas you something you'd want us to do for our year-long anniversary because how has it been that long yeah how we uh, the main question is how have we been going this long we haven't quit yet <laughs> i was gonna say we're quitters by nature so the fact yeah. that we haven't quit after been made it almost a year and haven't quit is very shocking to me it's shocking to me as well to be honest yeah i i really thought this would not last this long <laughs> no i did not either but yeah uh we got it we're gonna have a couple like bonus episodes and stuff too so it should be fun yeah it'll be fun i'm yeah. looking forward to it good times okay all right bye, bye. We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition, and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's r, the number three, p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching Research Rank Repeat.